Good morning. As you can see, uh, not the regular pastor, but we're going to bring forth the message. And I thank Sharon this morning for that song because this message this morning is from the lighthouse. And you can see I'm dressed in black. But what overtakes the black? The white. The light. The light always overtakes the black. And I always have a gimmick. Come on. Sometimes we see that light. It means help is coming. And sometimes, not so. You turn around and say, how fast have you been driving? <laughs> so that's that. Anyway, to keep up with the pastor's jokes this morning, what time of the day did God create Adam? Does anybody know? Before Eve. Why didn't Noah go fishing? He only had two worms. And why did Noah have to punish the chickens on the ark? This is an easy one. They used foul language. Well, anyway, the, there's a 23rd Psalm that the sailors have. And I'm going to read that to you. The Lord is my pilot, I shall not go adrift. He lighteth my passage across the dark channels. He steereth through the deep waters, he keepeth my log. He guideth me by the evening star for my safety's sake. Yea, though I sail mid the thunders and the tempests of life, I shall fear no peril, for thou art with me. Surely fair winds and safe harbors shall be found all the days of my life, and I shall moor fast and secure forever. Amen. And of course this morning is about a lighthouse which shines in any weather, day or night. In the days of old, the sailors depended on the lighthouse as they came close to the shore. To warn them, there is danger. And they use them also to navigate their ships. Today, we are going to talk about a different lighthouse. This lighthouse never grows dim. Never grows dim. It shines no matter what the weather may bring, day or night. And who is that lighthouse? It's Jesus Christ, our Savior. Today we're going to look at the lighthouse we use every day in times of trouble and strife. What is this special light that shines no matter what comes your way? It's always Jesus Christ. He's always there. He's the light and the guiding light. In Psalms chapter 27, verse 1, The Lord is my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And whom shall I be afraid? And in Psalm 119, verse 
105 and 130. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. In verse 130, the entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding to the simple. This means that all will understand what the Lord is saying. God's word is simple. It's very simple. It's for everybody to understand. In Isaiah chapter 49, verse 6, I will also give thee for a light to the Gentiles, that thou mayest be my salvation unto the end of the earth. This means that the word of God is for all that believe in him until the end of the earth. If we follow the light, we will find that safe harbor because it's always there. God is always there, no matter what. Some days we come against the darkness, but the light is always there. It's there for us, always. Remember that. In any circumstance we encounter, no matter what storms may come, we will be, have safe passage through it. God gives us safe passage through his word. He gives us safe passage through his prayer. And that gives us a way of life. Then shall the light break forth, in Isaiah chapter 58, verse 8, Then shall the light break forth in the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee, and thy glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. In Isaiah chapter 60, verse 19 to 20, The sun shall be no more thy light by day, neither for brightness shall the moon give light unto thee. But the Lord shall be unto you an everlasting light, and the God and the glory, the sun shall never more go down, neither shall the moon withdraw itself, for the Lord will be thine everlasting light. The days of thy mourning shall be ended. Our Father reminds us about your light in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 and 16. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Verse 16 says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which art in heaven. Go about your day praising the Lord in whatever you do, no matter how simple it is, whatever you do, praise the Lord. Because no matter what comes your way, God is always with you. He is your lighthouse showing you the way, the safest path led by his light. In John chapter 1, verse 4 to 9, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended not. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe 
he was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. And that's Jesus Christ, our Lord. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. This means that God will show us the true way by his bright and shiny light that cannot be dimmed in any way. No darkness shall ever come against those that believe in the Lord thy God and his holy words set forth in his holy scriptures. If we read these scriptures, we have answers to everything. So there's an old saying that there's light at the end of the tunnel, but we as Christians have a different version of that. We have a light at the beginning of the tunnel, and we have a light at the end of the tunnel. Always believe in God, and he will lead you by his light, by his words, set forth in his holy Bible. That light never dims. It never will dim. And Satan can't understand that because he's outshined. In John chapter 8, verse 12, Then Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. In John chapter 9, verse 5, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Faith is believing what God says simply because it is God who says it. Faith means all things possible. Hope makes all things bright. Love makes all things easy. Just like the sailors at times gone by, Look for the safety of that lighthouse. And to this very day, we look for that light and we find it in the word of God. That shines, outshines anything. He shows us a safe harbor in which no storm can come against us. For in the light, no darkness can prevail against us. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 5, You are the children of the light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. We find in James chapter 1, verse 17, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow or turning. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 8 to 14, For ye were sometimes darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. That's talking about all of us. Walk as children in the light. Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. We learn the supernatural connection between light and fruitfulness. 
At sea, I have seen some of the most glorious sunrises and sunsets that God has created. And if you've ever been to sea, it's beautiful. It's like no other thing. It's not like being on land. We learned that supernatural connection between light and fruitfulness at sea. And God has created all things, the sunrises, the sunsets, the weather. All you see around us is created by God. I think about the supernatural connection between the light of Christ and the light of the gospel and the light of the truth and the fruit that God wants to see in our lives. That expresses very clearly the kind of lives that God wants us to live in this present age. The Bible is full of language of light and is a very important theme in the Bible. You'll see a lot about light in his word. Right from the very beginning, as God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was formless and empty, darkness over the surface. The spirit was hovering over the waters, and the first thing God says in the Bible is, let there be light. I thought the first thing God made was light. But it seems that the first thing he made was the heavens and the earth. But it was dark. And the first thing God said in the Bible is, let there be light. And that just shows a desire that God has to tell us what there is. What really exists. What he made. What he would see it and know it. And it's a sense of revelation that God wants us to know the truth of what's out there in the heavens and the earth. And he created the light. That's the way I understand it. And then God also, in the beginning of the Gospel of John, we had the same imagery coming over from Genesis 1 where it says in the beginning, was the word, and that word was Jesus Christ. And the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning, through all things were made, and without him, Jesus Christ, nothing was made, and that has ever been made, and in him, was the life, and the life was the light of men, and the light of all mankind. Understood it, so the word darkness means far more than just absence of light in the Bible. It's more than that because in Genesis 1, God separated the light from the darkness. And he called the light good. It doesn't say anything about darkness, but the clear implication that is that is 
And we get the even more clarity in 1 John chapter 1, where we're told God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. We're going to come back to that passage later in the sermon, but there's clear sense that light is beautiful and good, attractive, and darkness is evil. Let that light shine in each and every one of you. One of the plagues of Egypt in Exodus chapter 10, verse 21, the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand to the sky so that darkness will spread over all Egypt and darkness will spread over all the lands. A darkness that can be felt it is a very powerful statement, darkness that can be felt. Sometimes darkness comes against us, but we use that light to push it away. A persuasive evil that settles around us and in us like a damp fog, there's a sense of darkness in this present age, a darkness that can be felt. I think that is a description of Satan's evil reign on planet Earth. And he is the evil reign on Earth. His evil kingdom, which covers the whole Earth, we're going to see this later in the next chapter in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, if indeed we ever get there, I think we're going to get there. But bear with us, I think if God gives us grace, we'll get to Ephesians 6. And then perhaps even beyond that. But there, in Ephesians chapter 6, it says, Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark age or present darkness as we see throughout the world today. And so Satan has the dark realm, the dark organized kingdom with rulers and authorities and powers and dominions. And it, in this present darkness, there is a light that saves our souls. It's the light of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the light of the world shining in the darkness. As we're told in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light, and those living in the land of the shadow of death, the light has dawned. And the light is Jesus Christ, our Savior. So when Jesus entered the world, the light began shining. And the devil has never been and never will be able to put it out. Because that light shines so bright, nothing can put it out.
Satan cannot extinguish it. He cannot understand it. He cannot stop it. And there's a light that Christ has that he cannot dim. And when Christ entered your life, a supernatural life began shining in your heart. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. The light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. In other words, how magnificent and how great and glorious God is when you look at the face of Christ. That's the light that is shining in the heart of every true Christian. It is a sense of the glory of God in Christ. I know you're all ready to go eat lunch, so it's almost closing. Let us go to chapter 1, verse 5 and 7 in 1 John. Then this is the message we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. But we walk in the light as he is in the light. We have the fellowship of one with another. And blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all. I hope you enjoyed this message this morning because it brings forth the light that Jesus has in each one of us. It shines. And everybody here knows that light.